The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 145. Coming at you today from a very uh, beautiful but very dark Barcelona. It's uh, that time of year when the days are are very short, and it's uh, you know it can be a struggle at this time of year to to keep on top of things with with the weather being a bit grey and um, you know the days being a bit shorter. It's really important to try to uh, keep on top of your your mental health as much as possible. Now, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety during this time, you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be taking a look at the importance of really trying to to get bat, um, trying to get better no matter what, because one of the problems that, that, that people have when they're struggling with OCD is that they tend to kind of tread water, to stay in the same place, because often taking action and doing the things that we need to do in order to get better is incredibly difficult. And so today we're going to be taking a look at that, why it's it's so important to keep pushing and to keep trying your best to take action, even when you really feel like you're not ready for it or that it isn't a good time to, to start doing that. Um, as always, if you uh, enjoy this podcast, it would be amazing if you could like and follow on Instagram. And if you could also subscribe as well, that really helps to to get the, the message out there about the podcast. So there we go. Many thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. In the words of Chris Martin from Coldplay, nobody said it was easy, but no one ever said it would be this hard. And this definitely relates to getting better from OCD. We know it's going to be a struggle. But the reality is that sometimes it can be incredibly difficult. Um, you know, if you're having to do exposure work, if you're learning how to apply acceptance to your anxiety and other difficult emotions, it can be so hard. And, you know, when you're first starting out with that, or even if you're a few years down the line um, towards getting getting over OCD, it's, it's still difficult. Um, and there will be days where it's even more difficult. Now, Obviously, uh, Chris Martin here is actually referring to breaking up with somebody. But actually, I think this analogy works quite well because in reality, what are you doing? Well, you're trying your very best to break up with OCD. Now, the important thing to, to kind of point out here is that there should be absolutely no ambiguity at all that you want to break up with the OCD. Now, that may seem like an obvious thing, 
But in reality, unfortunately, often like it is in kind of toxic relationships in real life, it can be incredibly hard to to break up um, with that person who who just isn't good enough for you or that isn't treating you in the way that you deserve to be treated because you've become so used to being with that person. Um, you you kind of just it's so comfortable to to come home and to see that person even though that they're, you know, they're not treating you right. And OCD is exactly the same kind of thing. The process behind OCD of, of performing the compulsions whenever you, you start struggling with your obsession is a way for you to try to deal with the very uncomfortable um, feelings that you're experiencing and to try to push those away. And so on some level, it is really serving you. And um, however, Obviously, in, on a deeper level, it's not at all because every time you perform one of those, those compulsions, you're just reinforcing these uh, old negative habits and making it more likely that you're going to get stuck in the OCD trap uh, moving into the future. So like with any toxic relationship, the best thing that we can do in this situation is to, to create distance between ourselves and our former partner, or what we hope will be our former partner, OCD, um, because it's never going to, to help you. It's only ever going to hold you back. Um, of course, I, and I like to tell people this all the time, that um, we should try to look for the positive things about having OCD. That really helps with getting into a kind of recovery mindset to acknowledge that it's not all bad, that OCD can help you to create meaning in your life. And it means that you have to learn, you know, new things about yourself and new skills in order to, to deal with the OCD, like breath work and mindfulness and being more present and being more accepting. All of these amazing tools that will really help you in all areas of your life. But the actual obsessing and compulsing part of, of OCD, the part that takes you out of the present and forces you to get stuck in your head, um, you know, doing these compulsions again and again and again, this part does not serve you in any way. And so learning to let go of it is the best possible thing that you can do. Now, we may all know this intuitively, but Despite that, it's still very, very difficult sometimes to take action, to do, to to kind of make the right choice in, in situations and to walk away from the OCD because, as I was just saying, we're so comfortable. It's like putting on, uh, you know, a, an old pair of uh, comfortable uh, pajamas or slippers. They really fit us really well. We know exactly how we're going to feel, um, but you know, we're going to stay stuck. And so the only thing, the only really reasonable and healthy thing that we can do is learn to keep on taking positive action that's going to get us moving away from OCD in the long term. If we decide to just stand still and say, you know, I'm not really ready uh, to to do this right now. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm I'm too tired or I just don't have the energy or I'm going to do it in two weeks time or tomorrow or uh, next year or whenever. Unfortunately, when we when we kind of take this approach, generally what happens is we stagnate. Um, you know, we're, we're not making any progress at all 
it's quite possible that the obsessions are going to become more entrenched and that we might even start taking backward steps because we're, we're not focused on what we need to do in order to, to improve. Um, we're just doing our very best, you know, to not experience uncomfortable emotions. And that really is a recipe for, unfortunately, just getting more of them. However, there is also good news, and, and that is that the exact opposite um, of doing nothing, of, of literally taking action, of deciding on what, um, what kind of path you want to take in order to, to, to deal with your OCD. So by that I mean, you know, which therapist are you going to work uh, with? What type of therapy or coaching are you going to focus on? And then really committing to, to doing that. Um, over over a sustained period of time. If you take that approach, then it's very, very difficult not to make some kind of progress because I like to tell my, my clients this all the time. It may feel like, you know, when you have a setback that you've gone back to square one, that um, everything has, has kind of come to its worst point again and um, you know you're not getting anywhere at all and this is this is simply not true um, if you are learning about for example acceptance commitment therapy um, CBT um, exposure work and you're and you're applying it on a consistent basis you are 100% learning and even though you might have some setbacks Every setback is an opportunity for you to really develop and to grow and to to improve to the point where, you know, hopefully at some point in the near future, you're really going to notice some significant differences. And not only this, but when we commit to taking action, we just generally feel better about ourselves. We know that we're trying to do something about the, the problem that we have. We're not just kind of standing still and doing nothing about it. We're coming up with a plan. We're trying new things. We're, we're learning new things. And when we're learning and applying new skills, it feels good. You feel good about yourself. Uh, you recognize that you, you, you know, you're not a victim, that there is stuff that you can do that is going to help you to overcome OCD. And, and that's obviously a much happier and uh, more positive place to be in than just, um, you know, sitting around and, and hoping that the OCD will at some point um, disappear. Now, of course, I know uh, some of the times it's it's just really not easy. It's so difficult to motivate yourself when you're struggling with consistent obsessions and, you know, it can be so draining on our energy. But funnily enough, those are the times when if you can just do something a little bit different to to commit to a plan of action, those are the times when you're going to notice, you know, those sometimes subtle, but sometimes big differences in how you feel. And they really begin to build up over time as you commit into the long term. So that's it for today, guys. I hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. If you could subscribe on um, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, that really does help to, uh, to build up the popularity of the podcast. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Many thanks. 
Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.